Hello, nerdy rat fans. We are so sorry we disappeared on you for so long. This is kind of how real life gets in the way. Um, coming up in this episode, we have had several really heartbreaking losses in our rat pack, which is partly why we're delayed uh, with our episode. We will be talking about Spider-Man Far From Home, some other nerdy news, and a little bit of local animal news that involves one of our favorite frogs. So here we go. Welcome, everybody, to the Nerdy Rat. We've been gone, but we're back, yep. and we're going to keep on going. That's right. As we always say, we may disappear for a little while, but you know what? We're not really gone. Yeah, so it's been... And like the Star Wars ghosts, it's Obi-Wan been a, Kenobi. It's been a hard couple of months for it us. Has. It we has. It has. You know, I, I just I was reminded while uh, the song was playing, we, Big Bird was on that. Oh, yeah. We lost yeah. Big Bird. Um so I guess we could start with that. Yeah, he uh, he's, he's our got, parakeet, by the way. He's our parakeet. In case you didn't know, and he's he got diarrhea one day, mm-hmm. and he wasn't. He, we could tell he wasn't doing good, so we called the vet and we got an appointment for the next day, mm-hmm. and we put him in a smaller cage because he was just kind of sitting on the ground of his yeah. cage. And I cleaned him up as best as I could, and then the next day he was gone. Mm-hmm, in the morning, yeah. yeah. So he went really fast. Yeah, the vet, uh, Dr. Foster was saying they just, they go really quick like that because they're so small and there's not a whole lot that can always be done for them. No, and especially with parakeets, um, because they're flock animals, they tend to hide what's wrong until it's too late to to intervene. You know, so, and he wasn't all fluffed up or anything because sometimes when they get sick, they're cold, so they get really, really fluffy and he wasn't, it was just... Yeah, he seemed fine one yeah. day, and then one day he's just on the bottom of the cage. Yeah, so that's been hard. And uh, we've considered, should we get another parakeet to keep Cookie Monster company? Now, they were living in separate cages because Cookie Monster is very timid. And he's not well finger-trained, so it always just stressed him out so bad to try to get him into a neutral cage in the first place to interact with Big Bird, you know. And then yeah. he'd be so stressed out just from that. He wouldn't do well with the interaction. So it just kind of, it kind of seemed like more stress on him than he needed. So, But they were like wonderful next door buddies. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's hard when you're, when you've got so many animals and then you lose one and it's like, do we want to try and get another one or just, you just know, give him the best quality of life. Right. For, for the rest of his time. Cause he's yeah. kind of old. He's, he's pushing. Yeah. He's up there six. for a parakeet. I know. Yeah. So they don't often live past I don't, I don't seven, think they live. eight. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, I think a lot of them don't really see 10 years old. Exactly. Yeah. So, so for now, he seems okay. He seems still pretty happy. He's chirping and interacting with us and, you yeah. know, we're trying to give him some extra attention and stuff. So we'll see. I, I almost feel like we have so many rats in some ways. I worry that I don't have enough time to devote to another parakeet, especially yeah. with Cookie Monster yeah. being so shy with the intros. And we've had a lot of rats coming in and out. Yeah. too. So we let's just, you want to get into that because we've had uh, this is going to be kind of a sad front end to the episode because we have had a lot of losses in yeah. the rat packs. Well, we, we lost Braveheart. 
he was uh and that broke our hearts that, oh my that god was, that was unexpected he, he that was one of he the was roughest just, one day he was just started he was like bobbing his head up and down like but it he was, was like confused twitching or, almost like, yeah, like it was, he was it convulsing was, yeah it was just like he would just like bob his head back mm-hmm. and forth back and forth back and forth like mm-hmm. very very oddly yeah, like and he was he was frantic almost with it. He couldn't stop. Yeah, so we took him to see the vet and what did she say about him? It was um it was some kind of neurological thing yeah. because we were hoping it was an inner ear infection in which case we could have treated it and he would have probably recovered. But no, it she looked in his ears. It wasn't inner ear. It wasn't anything else that she could see and it wasn't a frontal lobe tumor, so it was either some kind of back lobe tumor or some kind of strange neurological thing and he was so young like we had just adopted him and his three brothers you know like they're not more than what like four or five months old yeah they're some of our youngest rats we have yeah and and it broke my heart too because braveheart was named by me for being the bravest and so I named all the other ones, you know, after Mel Gibson characters, as I said in another episode, because yeah. Mel Gibson was cool in the 90s, kids. <laughs> Not anymore. But, but you know, and it just like, oh, my God, he was part of the reason why we adopted those four out of the fostering, you know? Yeah. And, oh, God, I cried a lot over losing him. Yeah, that was And rough. I think that's why we didn't do the the june episode because it just kind of happened right in that time frame and yeah it, seemed it was like too emotional I every just time we would yeah. start talking about doing it something like this would happen yeah and now uh, so you know my way of dealing with rat loss is to immediately adopt another one mm-hmm. so um i found a solo pew pink-eyed white um at a shelter named tula and i went to go get her It turned out she was Braveheart's literal relative. She was from Braveheart had come from a hoarding case. Yeah. Yeah. So she was literally his family. And that just like made me feel so much better. It was just like, I don't know, little angel Braveheart and Jesus giving Mm -hmm. us Tula. But it was all, it was even sadder than that because she had had babies Mm -hmm. and all of her babies had been adopted, but nobody had wanted to adopt her because she had been a little bitey. Oh, she's kind of a lot bitey. Well, she's in the shelter. She was. In the shelter she was. And I mean, she had 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 her babies and she was drawing blood. So nobody. Yeah. A doctor, so she was there by herself. So we got her, and mm-hmm. we introduced her really quick. And as I started working with her, and you know, I I realized like once you pick her up, she was no longer bitey. Like yeah. she was just like if you held your hand out, she would try and bite you. Right. But then once I actually was able to inspect her, she had two tumors already. Yeah, mammary tumors. Mammary we tumors. We had thought maybe she was kind of young, and we could get her spayed. We actually had her scheduled. For yeah, spay we had her scheduled, and the night before we examined her. Yeah, and the night before the spay, I was examining her, and that's when I saw the yeah. two tumors. I was like, we can't get her spayed. Yeah. It won't do anything. So. We had uh, Doctor Foster remove the tumors the mm-hmm. next week, and uh, one of them, like one of them, healed really good, mm-hmm. and the other one, not so much. Yeah. So I think it got it, it got infected, and she and had it to built go back up a lot of scar tissue really fast, which was really unusual. Like they're not supposed to build up like yeah. layers and layers and layers of scar tissue, so and then t- there was like some little black pieces, which is really bad. Yeah, we so noticed the black scab, in. and that's when we took her back, yeah. and she cleaned it out again and closed her back up. Mm-hmm. And then she had, we had to take her back again because that also swelled up, and yeah. and she just at that point we had to leave it open to let it heal and yeah. put the bacitracin in it. 
it which every is the, day. Um, that's the ointment. Yeah, it's like an antibacterial ointment. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like a it's it's not triple antibiotic like you use on your skin. Right. It's something else. It's yeah. Uh, it's but it that so it took a while. It took like a week or two, but it's mm-hmm. almost completely closed now, yeah. and she's all she's and all she better. She is doing so well, and you know it really warmed our hearts because when we brought her home from the shelter, we noticed she was so scared of people, just like absolutely terrified. You remember, babe? She was like crouching in the cage. Yeah, and she, was she was so she frightened. Was pretty timid. And Matt had this idea. He was like, "I'm just gonna get one of her brothers and put him in the cage and <laughs> see if that calms her down." And it was her physical, you know, I don't know, brother. It might have been a nephew or a grandson or something but he put i think he put max in the cage with her and they recognized each other's scent like immediately he recognized her as family we have never had that happen before because we've never had like literal relatives that we were trying to intro yeah and it was really amazing i mean it was so amazing they just accepted each other immediately and she immediately calmed down yeah I, th- I think she was just stressed from not from oh being from being alone, alone. Yeah. yeah. And the shelter was really noisy, you know, and it just you know it, she'd had a really rough life. She'd yeah. gone from living in a hoarding situation with probably a hundred other rats, which she probably liked, except for the multiple pregnancies, yeah. you know, and then losing her babies and everything. So and she's good. She's a good girl now. She is she's, a good girl. She's very sweet. She doesn't. She. She doesn't really bite me anymore. I think she just bit she you. Bites me. She bites I think you. she's like all my biters, like Nova and Squeaks. I think they just do it to say hello because yeah. they like how I yelp. She'll, <laughs> like, she'll nip hello, at me. Hello, mommy. <laughs> she'll nip at me if I give her the opportunity, but I usually just yeah. pick her up and she doesn't even try. Most of the time, it's only like if she's in that tube hammock that we have and I don't notice it's her in there. Oh, yeah. Or she's done that. She lunges out at me like a little shark. <laughs> to get me. Yeah, we. she's done that to me a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, so you just got to keep your hands away if she's in the I hammock. didn't know it was her, and she's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, hey. <laughs> Hi, let me bite your finger off. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, she's really gentle and sweet, and she loves to give us kisses, and we are just so happy that we got her and that we could rescue her and reunite yeah. her with her family in a pack. And the rest of the pack accepted her immediately, too. And they're not all even biologically related to her. Yeah, I don't even think that was like a whole day. No, it wasn't. Like, like we just like... We put we them did all brief the intros together. and then they were all like, like all right you smell like our other brothers come on in yeah you're and you're. she was fine with them and now they just that was so fast yeah so but she's been a great addition to our pack we're really happy and we're so happy like we could get the tumors removed and like hopefully really extend her life and just especially give her such a good quality of life now you know yeah and we lost Nimi. Nimi was my girl. I she was the one know. that she was like the first one we adopted together. Where we were yeah. like, we want to as a couple, we, yeah. not just we're going to keep these fosters, right. but we're, we're looking for some new <laughs> rats. Exactly. And we we're got and all go of her. All of her them. babies had passed over the past year. And yeah. Now she was. She just one morning. Uh, she was down at the bottom of the cage all by herself and she was like listless yeah and i could tell it was just she just she was ready she was ready because yeah. she she wasn't eating and and like she, he means like the bottom of the double critter nation and she yeah. had lost a lot of the um mobility in her back legs so she had pretty much just been staying on the middle level and not even going up and down the ramps anymore so yeah that says a lot that she dragged herself down there yeah but but that's why I'm glad we have Sarah Gam and her babies because we got yeah. we got them spayed and their recovery was a little slow. 
Yeah, the babies, they had um, some issues where the thread didn't dissolve all the way as quickly as it should have. Yeah, so they had these little lumps for like mm-hmm. a week after, a couple, couple weeks, weeks after, after, yeah. after Sarah Gams had already healed, the two babies still had them. And yeah. We ended up taking them back to be checked out, but by that time it was so tiny, she was like, it's it's not worth opening her back up yeah. to just leave it. And it's it all eventually went down. But Yeah, uh, our vet was really good. It was Dr. McDonough at um, the Animal Birth Control Clinic in Millersville, Maryland. And, uh, like, you know, I had reached out to her by email after, like, a week or two had gone by, and they still had the lumps. And she had told us there were several different things that could be going on, all of which were pretty correctable. So it was most likely just that because they were so young. They were eight weeks when we got them spayed. The skin, I think, could be a little thin, and so the stitch might have ripped and bunched up a little bit underneath it. Yeah. And so it just took slower to dissolve because it was bunched up like that. Yeah, but it wasn't infected or anything. No. So that was yeah. that's a real main thing you worry about with these kind of things is if they smell bad. Right. That's how I could tell like Tula's was not feeling yeah. well was because it, it had that smell, and I was mm-hmm. like, all right, we gotta, yeah. we got we're gonna have to go back and get this reopened the second time. Yeah. So just remember, like if you're getting your girl spayed, the minimum age is eight weeks. And after having this happen, I might even say like ten weeks might be a little bit better because yeah, maybe if they've been a little bit older. But eight weeks. Is I mean, the minimum. they were fine though. Like, yeah, it worked out it, fine. It, it was I mean, fine. it did work out fine. And really, you need to get them spayed. Just a reminder: before four months old, in order to guarantee that they won't get mammary tumors. Well, but even up to, to six months to or ha- a year, to have you it, have a chance of it working. Yeah, for, to have it be effective against mammary tumors. Exactly. Exactly. Meaning, yeah. So, oh, yeah. and then tonight we had just sorry, it's this a real downer to yeah. the beginning of the episode. But um, Winnie, we've talked about in the past episodes, we got her last year as a little Twilight Foster, and then we adopted her. And she's had a large inoperable tumor on her back for a long time. Almost six months now. I know. Yeah, it's been almost six months. And it hasn't been hurting her or causing her any distress or any pain. So the vet said as long as it's not, you know, we can just keep her alive. But just like two days ago, it got a lot bigger. So I've been keeping an eye on her. And tonight she just had like pooped herself and the vet said that was a sign to watch yeah. for. So we're, we're going to take her and let her go tomorrow. Get her yeah. put down. So it's hard. Yeah. I think that's it for the, I know for all the passings. Did Thank get, goodness. That's a lot. Yeah. We had a uh, 15 fosters yes! come in and go out. Um, yes. They were all babies. We had to get another cage from the the, the rescue, rescue. <laughs> yeah, to, to hold house them all because we had what nine girls and six boys. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And you remember, or if you don't know, sexual maturity is five weeks, so you absolutely have to separate the babies at five weeks promptly. Yeah. So that's why we had to have them in two cages. Yeah, and then then we got four girls mm-hmm. and just now are they girls or boys? I think they're girls. I thought they were boys. No, I think they're girls. Oh. They might be boys. I thought I, they were boys. I thought they were girls, but well, anyway, we have to double check. They're so small, it's <laughs> hard know. to tell. And they're still really skittish, so we we haven't been able to handle them that much yet. But just today, I started trying to bribe them with animal crackers. Yeah. So we're going to be working a lot with handling them over the next couple of weeks to hopefully get them nice and gentle for whoever adopts them. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I know their ad is up already. Yeah. So I think they were in a situation where the people that had them didn't, like, they were letting they the boys and girls play together. Because they, they didn't know the age of they, sexual they, 
maturity. Because yeah, they didn't know it was five weeks. She was like, oh, we thought they were they were yeah. okay. And nope. So they, yeah. Um, so yeah, whenever you get any living being, just really check on when that age is because <laughs> it's important to know. Well, whenever you have unfixed animals yes. together. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, as uh, to like some fun ratty news, I wanted to um, spruce up their cages a little bit and give them a little bit more oh, yeah. enrichment. So I was looking online and it took a lot of searching because you can't use any toys that have pine wood because pine wood is toxic to rats and they might chew it and eat it instead of just chewing on it. So you never want to put pine wood in the cage. Mm -hmm. And a lot of toys either are made from pine wood or they don't tell you what type of wood it is so you don't want to risk yeah, it. I noticed that the other day when yeah. I was at the pet store and I was looking at like, like it's really hard to figure out what stuff is made out of. It really is. And sometimes they'll just be like pet safe. And I'm like, yeah, you say it's pet safe, but, but you, pet sell safe? Stuff, you sell stuff made out of pine wood. So I don't, you know what I mean? So yeah. I never just trust it unless I actually know what type of wood it is. So, but anyway, and I can post the links. I found these on Amazon. I found some really cool little wood ladders with rope in them. And I found um, some bird perches that are really thick made out of a non-toxic type of wood. And so I put them in the cage and made like a little jungle gym in there so they can like climb up on the perches and then be like Indiana Jones across the bridge. <laughs> yeah. And you took all those small hammocks that somebody yeah. donated to us and put them up. And I found, I found a bunch of the ratties like in, in those little hammocks yeah. by themselves. Like Minty has been in there a bunch <laughs> of times. <laughs> I, know, I think they like, it's like a personal and, hammock. And uh, uh, baby girls in there yeah. too. Like someone had donated to the rescue. They had done some lovely quilted like hammocks, but they're really little. So I, when I put the ladders and stuff, I wanted to make sure that they could get down safely and not have to jump down f from too high. So I made, you know, I just kind of used the little mini hammocks to make like <laughs> little steps going down. And yeah, they've been having a lot of fun in there. That's cool. Yeah. And then I got for Lando, I thought he would really like because he's such an explorer boy. I got like a coconut shell like a Heidi hut carved out of a coconut shell and it also had a wood ladder on it and just like a cat or a sassy animal um Lando had absolutely no interest in it yeah so I so put it in Hammy's cage Hammy liked it Hammy loved it has he, gone, has he gone back in it since we well he has which because I had put some extra animal cookies in there and he he they're gone so he's been back in it that's good. He hasn't, I haven't seen him just like chilling in there a lot, but I think maybe I could put some fabric scraps in there or something too. And then maybe he'd hang out in there a little bit. Yeah. Hammy's really come out of his shell too. He the really past, has. Uh, He's such a bit. sweet little boy. He just loves to like come out and play with his mommy and his daddy. Yeah. Like he is We so used to have cute. to chase him around to get him sometimes. <laughs> we now to lure just, like, him with the animal cracker. Now he'll just come out and <laughs> just pick him up and he's like, yeah. Hey. I but, you know, I realized I've trained him that after I put him back, he always gets an animal cracker because now he'll, like, turn his head around and look at me like, Mommy, waiting for my animal <laughs> cracker. Animal cracker now, please. <laughs> well, it's a small price to pay. Yeah. That's our hammy. That's right. 
But it was so cute to see him go in that little coconut shell because, like, first he had to, like, climb on the little wobbly bridge. And then yeah, I'm like, surprised he made it across the wobbly bridge. <laughs> yeah. And I do want to say the bridges have long ropes on them. And I watched the rats a lot because I didn't want anybody to, like, get their head stuck in there and die. Mm-hmm. So I would just say, you know, really watch your rats with them. You might not want to let them do it unsupervised. Um, I have them in such a way that I feel pretty good about leaving them in the cage, and I I watched enough. But you know, don't ever take a risk yeah. with your rats. I just want to put and that out they, there. The ladders are kind of like those ladders that they have at the at the fair. Yes, that you try to walk on, and then you like flip upside down. Yeah, because they're rope ladders. They're not like um, the yeah. solid wood ladders that don't Which, move. Those things they're are flexible. apparently a scam too. Like they're impossible oh, really? to do. Yeah. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Everything at the fair is impossible to do. Pretty much. Yeah. I went down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos about all the fair scams <laughs> that there are, like like these different number games and stuff that oh, they do to, yeah. to get you to spend all Try your money. Get you in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so you want to talk about local animal news? Well, yes, I have just a little bit. Um, I, this is a slight stretch, but it is about a frog. Yes. <laughs> Because the original Muppet movie, the very first one, it's either from the 70s or the 80s, I don't know which, it's playing in movie theaters this weekend, I think Saturday, and then also again on Tuesday, it's uh, Fathom Events. So, you know, Fathom does like those special movie theater things that, you know, like they'll do some Doctor Who episodes. So it's not an AFI thing? It's a theater thing? No, it's a Fathom. It's a Fathom thing. Yeah. So... Of course, we have to go see it. So <laughs> we're going to go see we the original Rainbow Connection, the original banjo scene with the Rainbow Connection. No. Oh, yes. We're going to see Doc. Is it Doc Hopper? I think it's Doc Hopper who wants to cook Kermit into frog legs. I don't remember that. Oh, it's kind of grisly. It's kind of dark because, you know, this is like the old school Muppets. <laughs> the old school Muppets. <laughs> We're a little adult with some of their humor. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. So anyway, you I, could I still get your tickets for that. I what you were that. talking about when you said the local frog. But, yeah. Or frog that we all Kermit. know. Was like, Kermit. Frog. What the original. The OGF. I mm. should just say the OF. <laughs> original frog. Yes. So anyway, and, and just one more thing I've been seeing a lot on the news recently that it's tick season and there's a high number of ticks this year. And I just wanted to remind people to break for opossums because possums mm-hmm. eat ticks like crazy. They will eat like all of them. Plus, I think possums are adorable, but apparently a lot of people hate them with a passion and like go out of their way to kill them with their cars. I think they're also immune to rabies, aren't they? I think they are. Yeah. Yeah, and they're marsupials, like uh, koala bears, Mm -hmm. and they're the only Native American marsupial. Yeah. So So anyway, just break if you see a possum and be kind to possums. So it is possible for them to get rabies, but it's extremely rare due to their low body temperature. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Yeah, And they carry all their babies on their back. Yeah, if you have them in your yard, leave them. Let them them stay. Let them eat all those ticks up. Because I got Lyme disease last year, and it was no joke. No. And I wish I had possums in my yard. Seriously. So anyway, that was just my little public announcement to yep. be kind to possums. All right. Well, I think that's it for animal yes. and ratty news. Yes. Let's move on to some nerdy stuff. We yeah. saw Spider-Man 
far from home. Far from home. He's far from home. Yes. It was good. And I really liked it. Yeah. It, the reviews were really, really good for it. So. Oh, wow. That's a surprise. Because yeah, usually I feel s- like reviews get things wrong. They were saying it was like the highest rated uh, Spider-Man movie or something. Well, you're just coming off of Avengers Endgame. So I'm not super surprised. Some of that is probably just the timing of it, you know? Yeah, that's true. But Tom Holland is fabulous. He honestly is my favorite Spider-Man. Yeah. And so we're going to get into spoilers real quick. Yes. Yeah, so um, pause so, it and go watch so it if you don't want spoilers. If you haven't seen it, it's been like three weeks. You've, you've <laughs> yeah. had plenty of time. But, yeah. Uh, no, it was... It was really good. I I I liked how it, it kind of handled some of the the aftermath of the Avengers movie. I liked that too. Where I they were it like calling nice. it the blip, and they were talking yeah. about how some people were gone, and some people suddenly aged five years. Yeah, I thought that was really nice that they're not just ignoring that, but they're kind of like picking up the pieces. Yeah, like it's actually a shared universe, and they just yeah. don't, oh, let's just forget about this thing right. that happened to everybody. But. uh no, yeah. it was, it, and it was like a classic Spider-Man story. Like, the, now you uh, said the villain was one of the classic ones. Well, Mysterio, comics, right? he Mysterio. was, uh, he was one of the original. He was a part of the uh, Sinister Six. Um, so he's one of the oh. first. Uh, what was his first appearance? I think, it, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man thirteen. Okay. So that was like you know, long time ago. The the a year. Right, or like the one of the year one Spider-Man villains. Oh wow, well, that's basically. pretty cool. And so, like you know, the the trailer sets up. Oh, he's from another world. Blah 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 blah. Right. And uh, of course, he's not. He's yeah. uh, he he's of course illusionist. And and in this one, he he worked for Stark. And he then he got a whole bunch of disgruntled Stark employees to help him. Yeah. Try to become like this superhero. Superhero, but like a villain yeah. in secret. But like he wanted to be a superhero. He wanted people to think he was a superhero. Yeah, he I won- really liked that they tied it into Tony Stark and and had like a whole bunch of disgruntled employees. I thought that was kind of a neat little yeah. tie. Yeah, and and the, like the Edith system, even dead, I'm the hero. Yeah, that he gives to Peter. Yeah, I love that. That, that was really that was cute. pretty cool. That it's was like cute. his pair of glasses that he gets. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Let him control Stark drones or whatever. It was sweet. Um, I liked it. And I liked that Happy was in it from the Iron Man movie. Oh, yeah. The little side yeah. romance he had going on yeah, with Aunt with, May. with Aunt May. And I, I thought it was kind of cool that Happy was kind of like the sidekick <laughs> in this movie. I thought that was kind of nice. We haven't seen him in a while. So, yeah. Just a little cameo, you know, at the funeral for Tony. So, yeah, that's it was, true. It was he, nice he got to, have to have be more in, in. more in the forefront of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what else? Oh, the so the uh, the the it had the classic Mysterio um, illusion sequence where he's fighting um, Peter with all the illusions and he's doing all these like real trippy yeah. kind of thing and that's like that's like kind of the straight out of the comic book oh, kind of cool. moment for oh, Mysterio and it was just a really cool sequence like it was just done really well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really cool little Easter eggs for people who know the comics. Like I was telling you in the Captain Marvel movie, I was like, oh, that shot is straight from a comics cover. That one's straight from comics there, cover. You know, so I love how they like put that in there as an homage to like the true comics fans. Yeah, you they, know? and it's not just an homage in a lot of these movies too. They're pulling a lot of elements 
story elements too from these comic books and i think that's why they're so good because it's like you're relying on strong writing and if you don't have strong stories and strong writing you've got nothing yeah so i think that that's good what they're doing with that and let's talk about our favorite moment okay so the after credit <laughs> scene yes um basically uh mysterio reveal like mysterio reveals has a post-mortem who, video he has a post-mortem video framing peter parker for and, all the crimes and everything. For, for everything that Explosions. happened. And also putting him at... Um, he also doxed him. Yeah, he doxed him. <laughs> and he, then, he said it was Peter Parker who and was then Spider-Man. It's, it's, it's uh, J. Jonah Jameson, played by J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons! <laughs> he is the absolute best in yeah. that role. I so love they brought I, him I hope back. they have I hope he continues to have more Me of a role too. in the I hope he's too. gonna be a big character in the next Spider Man movie because he mm. is so iconic. Yeah, he was like born to be that role. He like, totally was. It's almost like they based the comic book character off of him <laughs> personally. Yeah. Like he is so good at it. Yeah, and he looks even more like him now that he's he's, he's older too. Older, he's yeah. Like, I agree. Because JJ was always kind of an old man. Exactly. Anyways. Like an old grumpy man. And in the first, in the original McGuire Spider Man, yeah. he was much younger. So now it's like yeah. even more. Oh, it's perfect. He, he was more perfect. JJ. <laughs> so that is fantastic. Now, I will say, I they hinted at this from the first Spider Man movie, but even though they're calling Zendaya, Zendaya's character Mary Jane, she is quite different from any well, Mary Jane in the they comics. They didn't call her Mary Jane, they just call her MJ, don't they? Uh, but I thought her name was Mary in the first movie, and she no, only introduced I, the MJ at the end. I think it's MJ, and I don't think it's Mary. I, I think it's to something look else. Into that, though, because. Uh. I, they were not so calling she, her Mary. They were not calling her MJ in, until the very end of the first movie. See, she's credited in the credits. It just says MJ. Yeah, but look, look like in the first one, the homecoming one. Oh, homecoming. Uh, but um, yeah. So I don't, I don't mind what they're doing with her. I really like her as a character, but it's quite different from you know the supermodel MJ who you know is not really a nerd in any way shape or form michelle she's oh, listed as michelle michelle yeah so yeah she is a very different character because yeah. i mean she's totally different like totally different because she's like pri- she's like toby or like spider-man's primary love interest and yeah mj was always kind of well in the comic MJ books it was, was different primary love yeah. interest though yeah in the in the old was. movies it was originally yeah. in the comic books gwen was and then well yeah mj gwen was first. kind of a friend yeah but i mean so. then after gwen got killed but i mean i think when most people when they think of spider-man's primary love interest they're thinking of mary jane because yeah. she was around for so much longer and so much yeah, more she originally present. died in like the 60s so. Gwen died in the 60s yeah. yeah so so yeah so i think it's interesting that they're kind of giving her the name but like i said she's just completely different than what you might expect so but i like her and i think she's actually better suited to tom holland's spider-man as far as like i can totally see him being into somebody who's like also a nerd you yeah. know like i think it makes a lot more sense she's also she's she's definitely her own character and, yeah and, like they acknowledge that too yeah definitely. It's like oh i got her this necklace it's the black dahlia because it reminds her of death or something <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so she's pretty badass and so i like that about her yeah i also like to 
the guy who played Mysterio, what's his name? Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. I yeah, thought he, he was great. He was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling Matt, it seems like all the pretty boys from the rom coms of like the late '90s, early 2000s have now made it into the superhero universe as they've aged, because it just seems like they're all, you know, everyone who we used to see in romantic comedies like Mark Ruffalo. Uh, who else? Bradley Cooper, who, of course, is Rocket. Um, Paul Rudd was in some, you know, now Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, I think you they were saying Brad Pitt because he was Brad in Deadpool. Pitt was in Deadpool. Oh, and even the Deadpool guy. Who's the Deadpool guy? Ryan. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. I feel like all we need now is Ryan Gosling. If they could just get Ryan Gosling into the Marvel Universe, I feel like that would be all of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it's kind of funny. But I thought, yeah, I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was perfect because he was supposed to be kind of charming and, you know, friendly at first. But then mm-hmm. it was like, ha ha, no, I'm the villain. Yep. Yeah. Overall, very satisfying Spider-Man movie. Yes. Uh, and it teased at the end that possibly Nick Fury is out with Captain Marvel in space. Or they're going to have a Nick Fury in space movie. Yeah, probably Because it was Captain revealed that, that Nick Fury and uh, what's her name? Captain were, Marvel? Were the two... No, Nick Fury and Maria Hill uh-huh. in the movie were scrolls the entire time. Oh, yes, in the movie, right, at the end, right, yeah. at the end, and yeah. Then, and then Nick Fury but is scrolls off in with, space. with the permission of Nick Fury because yeah, they're, like, checking in with him. Yeah. Yeah, so and that was kind of funny. It's interesting that they have all the scrolls as allied with all the, the humans because I think traditionally in comic books they're more of a more of an enemy a lot of the time. I thought that too. And I think in a lot of the Captain Marvels I've read, they were enemies, but again, you know, well, they were enemies of the fantastic four. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I like them as, as allies. It it makes sense that you you have to have races out in space that you're going to make friends with. And they're kind of like the, they're kind of like the, uh, what do you call like the oppressed race of the galaxy or yeah yeah you know so they're kind of like the underdogs yeah i like i like the i, I like them so far yeah what I they've do done too. with it i do too i'm excited to see what movies they're gonna announce coming up because yeah because what I else haven't is heard on the plate so far i know black panther 2 is on the plate i've heard spider-man 3 is on the plate but other than i'm sure uh, uh guardians of the galaxy 3 oh good, yeah is the next guardians the of the galaxy but, and I know. guess Gar- oh, and uh, I think didn't they recently announce that uh, Watiti was gonna do Thor four? I think I did hear that. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, Thor four is coming with uh, Taika Watiti directing. Excellent! So, I cannot wait for that. That's gonna be great. Good. You know, they did a series. They they did a show series of uh, what we do in the shadows. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, well, we, we're gonna have to check that out. Yeah, it it didn't star the same guys, but it yeah it. I think it was produced by them. Okay, that'll be pretty fun. Yeah, and we got. Uh, and what about that Marvel TV universe that they say is coming? Because they're supposed to have a lot of stuff with, with that. Like WandaVision is supposed to be one of the shows, and like they're supposed to have a Loki show, and yeah, there's supposed to be a lot of. I think that's gonna be the. It's supposed to be coming with their streaming service, which, which I don't think they've made solid announcements for about when yet. that's starting. Okay. Oh, and I saw an ad for Picard, the TV show coming. Yeah, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a dog too. I love it. And did you? Okay, you might not realize that, but that's a French bulldog. 
and he's French. You know, Picard is French, and that's a French bulldog that he has. Oh, I thought it was a pit bull. I no, it's tell a what French it bulldog. Uh, French bulldogs look like pit, pit, pit bulls, but they're all little and they're like lap dogs. They like to well, cuddle. Well, it, it's gonna start on his on his winery in France. Yeah, where, yeah, where vineyard, it's France, yeah. but they all speak with an English accent. Of course. <laughs> or American accents or whatever else. I always thought that was that was the funniest thing to me. It was like like they're in France and everybody speaks with an English accent. Yeah. And Picard is French, but he has an English accent. I know. I know. But uh, Yeah. So did you want to say anything about Supergirl? Um, yeah, I could go over it real quick. I'm not watching it anymore. I got disgusted when they broke up Cara and Monel. Well, they they did absolutely nothing with her romance this season. Yeah. Like Monel is absent the entire season. Um, and so is uh Wynn. And and Oh really? And they replaced him with Brainy and they brought in a new hero, Dreamer. Oh my. Um even those names aren't good. I I like <laughs> Dreamer though. Dream, Dreamer was interesting. Okay. She's a she's a trans alien um character which it's fine like it's 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 not i don't think it's i don't know i don't think it's done in a tasteless way i think it's fine the way they they handled that yeah i liked her character a lot yeah she kind of has a she has like this romance going on with brainy throughout the season who's brainy brainy is brainiac five he okay. was the blue. Wait, you didn't watch the last season? No, did you? Yeah. I didn't watch season. So three. he he's uh, basically the descendant of Brainiac. Okay, who was a villain? Yeah, but, Brainiac was in season two, I think. But Brainiac Five, who they call Brainy uh-huh. in the show, is a member of the Legion from the future, and he kind of replaces Win in this season. Oh, okay. And I felt like the first half of the season was just overwrought, kind of forced political drama over and yes. over again because they did this whole parallel with like. All the aliens are being persecuted. Mm-hmm. It was like a real heavy-handed, like I felt that even comparison. from the first two seasons that they comparison were way to, too heavy-handed to, to Trump and everything. Exactly, and, yeah. And it was just like ugh. that's but, partly why I didn't enjoy that show that much. And I just kind of, I just kind of trudged through it <laughs> for the first like half of the season. Yeah, yeah. But then I swear to God, Lex Luthor shows up and saves the whole series. Ah! <laughs> That's he's awesome. Just, he's just got like he tied like all the stuff that doesn't make sense in the series right. suddenly makes sense because you see that he's been pulling the strings the whole season oh, and making things okay. happen behind the scenes. Okay. And That's there's this like clone of Kara awesome. that got created and he, nice. he 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 convinced her to be to work for him and stuff. And oh then, no, that actually like from the animated universe although it wasn't lex who cloned her but that's actually um that was a storyline in the yeah, animated it, universe it was, it was similar to the power girl kind of thing yeah, but yeah. um it wasn't actually power girl it was just right, like a right a like, like black kryptonite split her into two uh-huh or whatever and then she lost her memory so she was like the russian supergirl oh that's funny overall Lex Luthor was the best part of that and he really saved the series for me like at, when he showed up and they yeah. started doing his stories I yeah. suddenly was interested in the show again and yeah just because he was written well and he was the classic Lex Luthor villain yeah I mean at one point he's like he, he's you know even like he does the test mocker thing that uh what's his name did from the movie oh really oh yeah 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 I remember yeah. that yeah so yeah. it's just it, it was but just how can great. you not love Lex Luthor I mean <laughs> He's just a great character. Yeah, like I wasn't is. sure about the actor, but then after yeah. like the after the first arc was complete, I was like, all right, he's Lex Luthor. This is all right. This is well, cool. good, good. And they might do some interesting stuff with uh, 
the crossover next season because they were kind of teasing that. At the oh, end. yeah, I am actually interested in the crossover. I'm going to go ahead and spill some spoilers, but I think they may have already even revealed in the Arrow universe that Arrow's going to die. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he's going to die in the crossover because oh. he made that deal during the last crossover with that Watcher guy. Do you remember that guy who uh, yeah. ruled the universe and, and Arrow made some kind of deal with him? Yeah, I don't remember that. Really, yeah, it was just like a little tiny blip. But anyway, apparently the deal is he's going to die. And they they either have revealed it or they've revealed it already on Arrow. Because I know you don't really watch Arrow a lot, right? No, I, I have not kept up with Arrow. And I don't know if I was just show. reading stuff with spoilers or if I was reading stuff that already happened. But anyway, yeah. So that's that's going to happen. And Felicity kind of already knows about it. Or so at least she will so in the show. So who's going to do this? the Arrow? Are they going to cancel Arrow or... Probably, I don't know. It's been on for so long, so I'm it's guessing. It's kind of the worst show. So. I'm guessing they might just cancel it because it's been on for so long. And, and if they're killing him good. off, and if they're killing him off, I kind of feel like, yeah, they're probably yeah, gonna. I let haven't it go. watched the new Legends of Tomorrow either. I was, I mean, I watched I Arrow stand. up to a certain season, but mm, I just no. Those are some of the shows I cannot deal with. I don't blame you. Like some yeah. of the, the writing in the show writing is not is great. So bad. And I just can't take it. But I think the crossover event does look good. And I'm curious when the Batwoman show is going to start. Because I would be interested in that. I can't tell from the crossover if I'm going to like it or not. But I'm curious about it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, we'll have we, to see. We could give it a shot. I'll, we'll we'll give probably it a watch shot. it anyways. Just I know. Oh, by the way, friends, we still have not finished Punisher. Because we were so oh, boring. I, I finished. <laughs> oh, you did? It. Yeah. Oh my God! You I must have tortured it. yourself. I finish, finished it on my own, and I'll, yeah, I'm gonna finish it, it, it on my own it too when I'm doing something else. Did not get any better. Yeah, it was so. Like, we stalled out like halfway through because we'd watched like two or three episodes in a row, literally where nothing happened. Like literally nothing, nothing happened. Happens. Nothing happens for the rest of the season, and then the ending is just kind of like, eh. Yeah. He dies. Like he kills him. Who dies? Billy or Billy? Punisher? Yeah. Oh, just, Billy. Yeah. Yeah. He just like he gets shot by I don't even remember who shoots so him. So lame. So lame. And I see there's a third season of Jessica Jones out. I'm like, really? The second one wasn't any good. So I'm a little hesitant to watch. Well, let's the be third honest. One. The first one was only good because of David. Tennant. I know it was only good because of David Tennant. But I did like Jessica though. I like the actress who played Jessica. Yeah. I I, I like the first season. I would say the whole first season was the, good. Just the writing in the second season was the, so exactly. bad. It was like, terrible. Like if you go back and like look at it, it's just like oh the second this season doesn't make any sense. No. Like, it, it was terrible. And the same for Luke Cage. The second season they just trashed the writing. So yeah. anyway, I may watch that one on my own sometime when I'm sewing or something. But yeah. and like the whole Punisher story, like just, it, it, just like nothing felt satisfactory lame. about it. Like none oh, of the resolution was good. It, it was just like went and dragged on forever. Mm -hmm. the The story didn't make any sense. You were like the whole thing where. The, they killed like hundreds of people because they didn't want them to find out their senator son was gay. Like in this day and age, like it's 20, are you kidding me? It's 2019. Who and cares? also like, oh my God, she has photos on a flash drive. So like, really, you don't think anyone else has any pictures of him hanging out with gay people? Kissing and I mean, his like if, it, if it's something, like, if it's something like that, you just upload them online and then you're yeah. it's out there and it doesn't matter. But right. So it just was like beyond like, I just couldn't believe they thought that was any kind of plausible storyline. 
Yeah, it, it just and, made no sense. And the the whole romance between Billy and and his and oh, his, his crazy abusive therapist. Yeah, his therapist was just yeah. stupid. Like, oh yeah, not to mention it's like completely illegal and abusive for a therapist to be involved with a client like that. So they just kind of like ignore that too. Well, she was she. I mean, it it kind of at the end you kind of got the sense that she was just bat. We'll, we'll edit our words. Crazy, crazy yeah. <laughs> Batman crazy. Yeah. 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 But I just, yeah, I I just was like, there's so much craziness that didn't make sense. And that's why I haven't finished it yet. And I don't know that I ever will. Yeah. I mean, you you don't need to. Yeah. But uh, if I'm really bored and I need a show to watch. So we watched uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Was that the whole thing? No, I think. It was the whole season, or if it was just the the mid season finale? Because you know they usually do like a mid season finale. Because clearly the season hasn't resolved. Because you don't know who the Coulson lookalike is, and you know. But anyway, yeah. Shield is fantastic. It has not lost its quality one single bit. Oh my god! I like this season great. a lot more than the previous season. Ah, uh, the previous season was that the one where they were breaking the time loop? That was the previous one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. So, all right. So, this says there's a new episode on tonight. Oh, good. So, it was just like the mid-season finale. And then there's an episode on the 26th. Excellent. So, maybe it's going to be 12 episodes. Okay. Well, Um, I am really enjoying it. It's really good. And I will have to say, I did like last season because I thought it was very creative how they took them to outer space and made like that whole storyline in the future. Yeah. I felt like that was keeping it fresh. I did like it. And I I liked the the villains in the first season. Yeah. I really liked the blue villains. Now, they were also Krill, right? They were Kree, yeah. Kree. Yeah. Krill, Kree. So wait, but the Kree are the enemies or the good guys? Kree are Captain Marvel's. Uh, race that took Captain Marvel. So they're like the bad guys. And they're also the... But the, see, that's what they didn't explain in her movie is why are some of them blue and some of them are not? And why are some of them shapeshifters and some of them are not? So no, none of the Kree are shapeshifters. The scroll are the shapeshifters. Oh, the scroll are the shapeshifters. But now, the scroll are also blue. Now the, right? The scrolls are, they are blue? green. Oh, they're green. Now, um, yeah, they don't ever explain it, but the, the Kree are both... It, they they have different shades. Like uh-huh. some of them look like normal humans, right? And then some of them are blue the same way. But like, have they explained that? Or it's just, just ex- like a it, it's just like a racial anomaly, like how humans some are have brown, some yeah. are white. So like that that's right. how it is for them. Okay, they, they, I guess I could buy that. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, it. I actually looked it up, but the, now is it like that in the comics, or yes. did they just make it like that? Oh, that, really? It that is, is like how, that in that the comics. That is how it is oh, in the comics. Oh, now that's where some of them are blue, some of them are look like normal humans. Oh, okay. But they usually have those like weird colored eyes, like right. they do. Okay, okay. And you'll see, yeah. Because I was kind of wondering in the in the Captain Marvel movie, I'm like, why are some of them looking like they're human and some are looking alien? Yeah. Yeah. And like even the villain in like Shield, you could see he was like kind of he almost looked like he had vitiligo or something, where like some of his skin was like lighter than the other, oh, other yeah. parts of his skin. Yeah. So there there is like it's just just racial diversity. All right. Well that's kind of cool, I guess. The Cree species. Yeah. So yeah, that is actually straight out of the comics. Oh, and okay, that's well probably then. why they've never actually tried to tried to explain it too tried hard. Tried to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, but I'm really like 
liking this season of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think I love that even though they killed Coulson off and we don't know if it's for good again or not. But, you know, supposedly he died. They know he died, but he's died before, as they point out. <laughs> but um, I love that they hired the actor to still be on the show. And they wrote in like a whole storyline where he's not Coulson. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's well, he could be he, he could become like the the uh, Dr. Wells of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, he could. He could. Yeah. And uh, speaking of which, we haven't finished Flash yet, right? Or did we? No, we, we did. did. We, we did. did. We, okay, that's there's right. There's just not a new season. There's just yet. not a new season yeah. yet. Because <sighs> it was a whole Nora thing. Remember? That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so you want to talk about some games? Yeah, I was reading um, some cool articles that I will actually, you guys, try to catch up on the show notes from the, <laughs> the last three episodes and tonight. But, um, there, there was a cool article about how some gardening games are really gaining popularity just as like, you know, it, people are all kind of stressed out these days. And it says gardening games are blossoming in turbulent times. And uh, there's some that they talked about. There's one called Rose's Garden, which is an iOS and Android game. And I looked at it. it I'm not 100% sure I would get it yet, but maybe if they develop it a little bit more. It's just kind of like a soothing game where you just like combine flowers and grow roses right but there's some other ones that looked interesting like um there's one called mendel where players are robotic astrobiologists and you're supposed to aid in blooming plants there's mm. some called a good gardener and viridi and let's see the one i was interested in though Where's the one I was hoping? I think it's not out yet. Uh, Tiny Garden, Flowscape, Rose's Garden, Lachinia. Oh, Among Trees is the one I'm interested in. Oh. It's called a survival game. And it's where it's only in the closed pre-alpha right now. But you basically, it's like a game where you have to forage and you grow the plants and you have to survive as well as grow your plants. So I'm kind of interested in that one. So I might keep an eye on that one. And, you know, when it comes out more, definitely try that one out. Yeah. Those, those games are pretty good. Like any kind of like Zen game like that yeah. you know, is usually pretty cool. Yeah. And it's like you want some, it's like when you want something peaceful. And my only problem is that if it's too free form and there's no like storyline or there's no goals to achieve or something, I might get bored after a little while. Yeah. You know, I like games like I had that problem with Slime Rancher. Like I really liked Slime Rancher a lot, but I got a little bit tired of it after a while because I just felt like, OK, I get a little bored when it's just go ahead and play in the sandbox and there's no direction whatsoever, you mm -hmm. know. But so anyway, I'm going to check those out. And Matt got me a really fun one for my birthday called what is it called, babe? The Rena. Is it just called Renovation? I have to look it up. Wait, are you talking about the... The, the Renovation the one. The House Flipper game? Oh, House Flipper. Yeah, House Flipper. And yeah. so that's a PC game. And it also has a garden mode where you can renovate the garden. So that one's really fun because it has... You can, like, renovate the house however you want and then renovate the garden and then you can sell it. And it doesn't have as many challenges or, you know, as you might want. However, it is fun to play. So... Yeah. I'm enjoying those. And then there's another article I saw called Peace Island, 
which is an upcoming cat game. <laughs> and the cats are the only people left on an island. And they have to decide if they want to try to bring back the humans or not. And they ha it's kind of like Mist, I think. But you play as a cat. It's like you have to decide if you actually want to bring the humans back or not. Oh, really? So it's non-combat. It's just like different storylines and you get to kind of pick. It, it's like, what was that game you were playing with the creepy one where you saw into the future and you could go to like the future and the past and you had to decide if you were going to save your friend or not? Do you remember that one? Mm. It was like a story game. Oh, it was really oh, creepy. Yeah. Um, uh, Life is Strange. Life is Strange. Yeah. So I feel like that's what this game, Peace Island, looks like. Uh. So it's not ready yet. But to me, it kind of looks like maybe without the time travel. But like you get to kind of like choose your own adventure. And that determines right. what the story is. So I'm excited. And I'm going to keep an eye on that one. Because cats, yes, please. Right. <laughs> like get to play as a cat. Yes. A whole island of cats. Uh-huh. I could deal with that. Yeah, any game with cats is going to be good. Pretty much, yes. Yeah, the only thing I'm really excited for is, of course, the classic WoW. Yes, it you've been really getting month. into that. Yeah, well, I've been playing on a private server. Don't yeah. tell the police because it's not technically you're wow. not supposed to do that. But um, yeah, we just kind of to get ready. I've been practicing like leveling and stuff, and hanging out with my friends. We're talking mm -hmm. about it getting ready talking about what we're going to do with our guilds and yeah what, you know they haven't they delayed the final stress beta which was, was supposed to be next week okay so they uh, they gave some sort of wishy-washy reason why they delayed it i don't know if they're actually going to do it or if it's just gonna they're gonna skip it but uh hopefully they're still on track for it to come out but i think a lot yeah it, it did really well on twitch they when they had the the beta uh -huh. uh, a lot of people were streaming it, and they got a lot of views. So people oh, are cool. getting pretty, pretty hyped about it. It seems like people are pretty excited for it. Yeah, it's it's just it's a game from an era before games got kind of ruined by <laughs> companies just looking for like How try, to trying to turn trying to turn video games into like like just you know Cash gambling cows. gambling machines with yeah. a fancy coat yeah. of paint basically yeah. yeah which is kind of what a lot of games have devolved into like yeah. hey buy this to do right you know spend five bucks to make this easier on you and that kind of mentality mm -hmm. and retail wow has kind of fallen into that trap a little bit where mm -hmm. they're like you know hey you can buy this cool mount for this game that you pay 15 dollars a month to pay it's like yeah mm. yeah so yeah, a lot of people are excited about it, and uh, well, that's I mean, cool. You'll have to keep us updated as it comes yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, I think I might be doing my twenty-four hour stream oh, when it comes out that for would be Extra awesome. Life. I am signed up for Extra Life now, so good. We'll like try to advertise it more. We have been like so offline, but I did do a couple Instagram posts in the last month. But <laughs> we have been terribly offline. But we will try to advertise it more so you all can donate to a good cause. Yep. And watch Matt play Classic Wow. That's right. Yeah. Oh, one last thing I want to talk about. I've been playing this um, game on my iPhone called Love Nikki. It's a like a dress up fashion game. It's like anime fashion, but there's a storyline and you have like fashion battles. And the whole story is like you get trapped in this other universe where instead of having hardcore battles to kill each other, like people do fashion battles and that's how they solve everything. And I was just enjoying it. It's a sweet little story. You're going along on your little adventure. You have a little cat who talks that goes along with you. And all of a sudden, I got to the one chapter. 
her freaking friend gets killed. Like, dies. Killed that's, dead. That's extreme. It for... was extreme. I was like, this is not the kind of game I signed up for. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. And now, from what I can tell, her other best friend, who's been traveling along with her the whole time, is actually been working for like this evil conspiracy the whole time although somewhat stupidly because she didn't realize they were the villains but like i haven't i haven't gotten to that level yet but they had like a a server-wide event that kind of told some more of the stories so that's Mm -hmm. how i found that out and i'm like oh my god like y'all are ripping my heart out of my chest i thought this was just like a little fun dress up game like we i got a new dress (laughs) Stuff got real. Stuff got real, real. <laughs> like, oh my god, the cat better not die. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, but yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty sad. I feel like they had to put a warning in there. If the, I the feel like they should have put a warning just for the fact that anybody dies. And the characters in the game are now lecturing Nikki, the main character, like, "Oh, you thought this was just a fun little fantasy dress-up world? Ha! The real world is a lot crueler and meaner than that, Nikki." And I'm like. <laughs> It's like they're talking to me. Like, haha, you thought this was just a fun little game. Well, we got you. <laughs> but of course, oh. now I can't stop because first of all, I love the game. But second of all, like now I have to find out what happens. Right. Oh, it's crazy. It is crazy. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> it was That's emotional. Funny. It's like a bait and switch. It you? is like a bait and switch. It was mean. All right. Well, I think that's about it for us. Yes, I hope we didn't depress you too much. We had a lot of sad stuff, but we had hopefully some happy stuff too. Yeah. And if you like us, think about donating to one of our charities. Uh, Small Angels Rescue is a Frederick County, Maryland-based 501c3 nonprofit, no-kill, all-volunteer organization dedicated to rescuing and rehoming gerbils, guinea pigs, hamsters, mice, and rats. Yes, and they recently got um, a couple new coordinators. So they have the mice program going again and the guinea pig program going again. I thought they had the hamster program going, too. Maybe the hamster program, too. Because they asked us to... Oh, that's right. That's right. They did. So, yeah, there's a lot going on now. Yeah, and Extra Life unites thousands of players around the world in a 24-hour gaming marathon to support Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. And Matt is finally signed up for that. And like he said, he should be doing his stream for that during the Classic WoW when that comes out. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.